Parents have the ability to screen their children's internet access. These are words of Mike Fitzpatrick, American lawyer and politician. And of course, we welcome you to another edition of your tech program, Easy Tech. I am your tech guide, AJ. On today's episode of Easy Tech, we'll be looking at parental control. And of course, we'll have the wire. So keep it locked and enjoy. All right, as always, we start with the wire. Let's join Divine Padovi. Welcome to the wire. These are the top stories. Same replacement in Nigeria gets new rules. Ransomware hits 71% of Nigerian organizations. Elon Musk wants end-to-end encryption for Twitter DMs. And now, in details, the Nigerian Communications Commission, NCC, has unveiled new subscriber identity model SIM replacement rules for individuals, corporate organizations, and Internet of Things, IoT, or machine-to-machine. In the new comprehensive document, NCC said that the use of name is mandatory for all SIM replacements. It stressed that where bank verification number BVN generated NIN is flagged by NIMC, communication service providers shall not conduct SIM replacements for subscribers. Communication service providers shall advise the subscriber to return to NIMC office for regularization. In respect of foreigners who wish to perform SIM replacements, NCC said foreigners who are lawfully residing in Nigeria for two years or more fall under the category of registrable persons shall require a NIN for SIM replacement while foreign validly transiting through Nigeria or are employed in or reside in Nigeria for less than 24 months are exempted from the mandatory use of NIN requirements. For those who do not have a NIN, NCC said communication service providers shall capture the residence details for NIN issuance as part of the NIN enrollment process upon presentation of residence permits. About 71% of Nigerian organizations were hit by ransomware in 2021, up from 22% recorded a year earlier. According to the global cybersecurity firm Sophos, in its yearly international survey and review of real-world ransomware experiences in the state of ransomware 2022, 44% of the organizations that had data encrypted paid ransoms to get their data back even if they had other means of data recovery, such as backups. The report summarizes the impact of ransomware on 5,600 mid-sized organizations in 31 countries around the world. Principal research scientist at Sophos, Chester Winsniewski, said the survey showed that globally, the proportion of victims paying the ransom continues to increase even when they may have other options available. Just two days after he announced he would buy Twitter, Elon Musk sent out a deluge of tweets about his plans for the social media platform, one of which was end-to-end encryption. Musk waded into a long-running debate among technologists and privacy advocates around the level of encryption apps and platforms should provide to their users. Growing concerns about privacy have led to questions about how much user data tech companies collect. That capability means communications can only be seen by the senders and recipients without the platform being able to assess them. While some apps such as Signal and WhatsApp have end-to-end encryption by default, others including Telegram, Instagram and Facebook Messenger allow users to opt into encrypted messaging. That's all on The Wire. I am Divine Adobe. Thank you very much Divine Adobe for The Wire. A couple of weeks ago, social media was agog with some interesting stories. Uh, one of them had to do with uh, some children who were involved in some unwanted behavior. Of course, a lot of people condemned that the children involved, the child activity on social media was revealed. And then, of course, the issue of parenting became 
uh, a subject matter. Then also some weeks ago, we also had a very, very popular pastor that ch children should not be allowed to use phones until they're in university. So this has got a lot of people talking about whether children should be allowed to use phones and all of that. And so today on this episode of Easy Tech, we'll be looking at parental control especially for phones in particular. Now, I'll start by saying that it is not in my position to tell you whether your kids should be allowed to use phones and at what age they should be allowed to use phones and if it is right for kids to use phones. That is all determined by each parent because every parent or every person has different reasons why they use these devices. Now, what I'll try to do is to make you see both sides of the argument. Now, the first side of the argument says children should not be allowed to use phones because there's so many dangers out there on the internet which these children could be exposed to which of course could endanger their lives make them exposed to bad behaviors and such you shouldn't allow them until they are wise enough to know how to determine good from bad and stuff like that very very interesting argument there and there are all of those people who say that a child should be allowed to use these devices because it makes them more intelligent they have more access to information and all of that which also is good besides a lot of schools these days are already exposing children to e-classrooms and are doing homeworks and all of that on mobile devices so why shouldn't they have this thing so whatever this side of the divide you belong to my job here is to show how you can put some kind of control to your child's devices it's very important to note that whereas there are so many dangers involved in allowing your children to have access to devices there's also a way by which we can control what they use so parental control is actually a feature that exists in mobile phones so it is very possible for your child to have phone and you can put controls on these phones and that's what we're looking at uh, right now parental control involves limiting what your child or your ward can do with the device especially the mobile phones that they have access to the very very important thing to do is that if you decide to buy a device for your child especially a child who is under 18 then the first thing you should do is to make sure you register that device for your child now of course we all know about nin which i'm sure everybody should have by now even children should have an nin another thing to do is when you buy a sim card for your child it should be registered under an adult which is the parent in this case so you're registering the sim card for your child and putting it in the phone the next thing to do is irrespective of what kind of phone you buy for your child whether it is an android phone or an ios device make sure you register the phone for the child what i mean by registering the phone is get an email for the child how do you set up parental control on your android device when you put up parental controls on an android device you can restrict what content can be downloaded or purchased from google play on that device based on maturity level so it is important that parental controls be set up now one thing you need to understand is that parental controls don't prevent restricted content as a set result or through it directly meaning that if the child has access to google they could still go on google and search out different things and they will see those things on that browser but what parental control does is prevents them from actually downloading such things into their devices especially if your child plays a lot of games if you have parental control on that device it will prevent your child from making purchases online without your consent now it is also very important that while you set up parental control you have to put a password or a pin that will prevent your child from bypassing the security because our kids are very intelligent they most likely will bypass that security so it's very important that you set up that is that you can set up parental controls for apps and games you can set up parental control for music movies tvs and books first thing to do is when you buy a device is he signs in with his email address then 
you set up auto control first on that device before you hand it over to your child. Now, the first thing to do is open the Google Play app. At the top right, tap the profile icon. At the profile icon, you tap settings. Then you'll see family, you tap family, then you see parental controls, then turn on parental controls. To protect parental controls, make sure you create a pin your child doesn't know. I repeat, create a pin your child doesn't know. This pin should be different from the pin that the child uses to sign into his or her phone. It's different. So you're creating a pin that will help you control the parental control feature. Now this should be separate from the pin that is used to access the phone. The important reason why this should be so is so your child does not know it and your child will not be able to bypass it and change anything you've set. Now, when you've done that, the next thing to do is select the type of content you want to filter. Choose how to filter or restrict access. That is how to do it. So merely buy a phone, make sure you follow these steps. First of all, go to Google Play app again at the top right, tap the profile icon. When you tap the profile icon, go to the tap settings, then family, then parental controls, then turn on parental controls, then protect your parental controls. You need to create a pin that your child doesn't know. Select the type of content you want to filter and choose how to filter or restrict this. The most effective way to do is once you've done that part for your child, the next thing to do is to go to the app for Android is called Family Link. So it doesn't matter what device you're using, whether you're using a different OS, maybe your child is using Android, you're using iOS, you download the app called Family Link. Go to App Store, download Family Link. When you've done that, open the Family Link app, select your child. By that time, you must have added your child to the link. Then tap Manage Settings. Of course, you go to Google Play, then tap the type of content you want to filter. Choose how to filter or restrict access. You can also manage your child's account when you click on your child's name at uh, the family icon. So when you do this, you can control, you can go back to the family link app and see what apps your child have access to and restrict the ones you don't want him to have access to. And once the child has this phone, of course, he has a limit to what he can do and what apps the child will have access to. Now that is for Android. How do you do this on iPhones? The way to do this on iPhones is go to settings on your child's iPhone, tap continue, then choose this is my device or this is my child's device. If you're the parent or guardian of your device and want to prevent another family member from changing your settings, tap use screen time passcode. It's very important to have a separate passcode, as I said earlier, for the screen time app, which is how you control on iOS. So you go to the screen time, as we said, tap continue, then set, if it is your child's device, say this is my child's device, then set a screen time passcode, put in the passcode and re-enter it, to confirm the passcode now the reason as we said earlier is to make sure your child does not change the passcode and change the settings and have access to things you shouldn't have access so it's very important that you set the passcode first of all then if you're setting up the screen time on your child's device for the prompt until you get to the parent passcode and enter a passcode you enter the passcode to confirm it and after you've confirmed your passcode you'll be asked to enter your apple id and password this can be used to reset your screen time passcode if you forget it so tap the content and privacy restrictions if asked enter your passcode then turn on content and privacy so make sure to choose a passcode that is different from the passcode that you use to unlock the device we've stated that before to change or turn off passcode on your child's device tap settings screen time your child's name then tap change screen time password or turn off screen time passcode and authenticate the change it's either means of authentication. There are many other apps you can use to monitor your child's activities on your own device. The free ones is Family Link on Android devices and Screen Time on iOS, which is iPhone devices. With this, then you can have 
some level of control on your child's devices. Now, it's also very important to note that even your television sets and your decoders also have parental control functions. It therefore means that you can limit what your child gets to watch on the TV if only you remember to set the parental control, the passcode on it, set it to a number that your children will not have access to, then of course you can set restrictions and then you will be able to control what channels they get to watch and how long they get to watch or use their devices. The beauty about screen time is that it can also limit or how long your child gets to stay on their device. You can make sure at a certain time the child's phone can go blank and apps will not be able to open especially if they don't have access to that's the beauty of using screen time if you use screen time if you want your child to stop using his or her phone at seven o'clock you set the screen time to go off at seven and from seven o'clock most apps or the apps in your child's phone will not work and therefore the phone becomes almost useless to this child unless the passcode is imputed and remember what it doesn't have access to that passcode so these are ways by which you can institute parental control on your child's event. Thank you very much. We'll be looking at parental controls. If you have questions, comments, you can hit us up on social media. We are AJ underscore Dikachi on all platforms. You can also listen to this on your favorite podcasting platforms and keep your child safe, keep yourself safe. Until next time, peace.